Thank you. Next! <laughs> okay. First things first, your exes should be blocked. You know, acknowledging the good things and moving on. We're not about bad vibes here. Are you relationship experts? No. no. <laughs> My pants were wet. <laughs> it ain't even about BDE anymore. It's about thank you, next energy, yeah? you're here it must mean one thing it is thank you next time welcome back how have you been have you been trying to get restaurant bookings i hear weatherspoons is open and it is trending right now their lunch menu oh my god really annoys me because you want to go in there for breakfast and everyone misses breakfast because who gets there before 12 or whatever they start selling the lunch with chips have you seen that i remember like one of my tv christmas do's Mm-hmm. Do you know where my team got taken? Nah, Weatherspoons. For Christmas lunch, we had it in Weatherspoons. There's nothing Christmassy about it. You know what you're going to get, though? It doesn't disappoint, you know? It's like Premier and Travel Lodge. It was horrible. It tasted like the burgers had been microwaved and they tasted like mm, cardboard. Yeah, you know what you're getting, though, innit? <laughs> I was actually expecting, like, really good dirty pub food. That's disgraceful, though. Christmas for your... That's not right. Yeah, that was ITV, by the way. ITV fix up. I can't even... Normally, at our Raj, we have to take stuff like that out, but... That's too good. We have to keep this in. And you know what? I think it was because we were a team of freelancers because we weren't all officially staff. Oh. Our boss was staff and the rest of us were freelancers. So I feel like because we weren't staff, we really got treated like freelancers when it came down to those kind of things. That's rude. It's rude, bitches. But anyway, who actually has chips with their breakfast? I actually fully appreciate dipping a chip (sighs) into a runny egg. Yeah, but not in the morning when you've barely got Mm. the crust out your eye. Nah, I got to warm up to that. I haven't had that enough. And that's because, like, you know, most places you go to brunch for, they don't really serve things like that. But in case you don't know what you're listening to, let us introduce ourselves. Oh, it's the Weatherspoons podcast. Hey, where's my cutlery? There'd be like cutlery in the background. You'd have loads of like oh. ambient sounds. In case you didn't know, I'm Raj. And I'm Hardeep. And yeah, we're not on Weatherspoons podcast. No, we're not. On this podcast, we actually go through the L's that we've taken in Weatherspoons and in relationships and say thank you for the lesson that they taught us. And we also say sayonara, bitches, with a next. Thank you, next. Get it? Shout out to Ariana Grande for teaching us always. Thank you, Queen. Queen A. And when we're talking about the L's we take in relationships, we are talking about all the different L's we take in all the relationships in our lives, our besties, our family, our colleagues, including the one who sent me a little flirty message. I feel like it was flirty. Anyway, anyway, we chat about all the lessons. We take them, we dip them in some reflection sauce, give them a positive spin, eat them and say thank you next. And then they go down the digestive tract and out the other side. And they shit it out. Shit out, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a great concept. Good concept, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On today's episode, we're joined by a singer-songwriter who went from being unknown and unsigned to going fucking viral on TikTok with her song, I'm Not Pretty, which features a really strong message about body positivity. And it absolutely blew the fuck up. And she managed to get BB Rexa to jump on a remix of the track. I mean, that's mad. Cannot believe it. Them two together, excellent. So we are talking about the Canadian sensation, Jessia, and she's great value on TikTok. Her videos are sick. And we do share the same childhood crush. Raj, can you guess who? Oh God, your childhood crush. Let's think about some... Is is it Elijah Wood? Oh, well, yeah, I like him, but no, it's not him. Give me a clue. White boy. Is that it? I knew that already. <laughs> Give me a better clue. <laughs> We're just going to sing one of his songs. He's a singer. Okay. And uh, yeah, he looks like... Oh, Justin fucking Bieber, please give uh, us a break. If I was your boyfriend, right. I never let you go. Yeah, Toxic King. Everyone's Toxic King, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. And we want to hear from you. What do you want to say thank you next to? Email us at highthankyounextpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about the relationship else you've taken or if you can relate to anything we are chatting about, which obviously you can because you're alive and all of these things are pretty relatable. So hit us up, let us know what's going down. And you can follow us on all socials for extra content. Uh, we are at thank you next pod. Thank you. So shit that went down this week. Hardeep, you told me that I cock block myself. I think Raj has a lot of creative skill, passion, 
and specific knowledge that she could apply herself and get some serious shit done if she wanted to. Why does this feel like you're that careers advice person at school? It's because I use the word apply. Yeah, it was very like, oh, fuck, I had a flashback. I don't know. It's weird because you're good at pushing other people, which some people are not. But then when it comes to pushing yourself... Do so normal man feel like you're a little bit scared sometimes? Do you feel like I cock block myself in other situations outside of work as well? Well, in the romantic sense. I don't know about that. I don't know how a romantic sense. I don't know. I'm not on the receiving ends of your text messages. Anyway. <laughs> I've heard that you've had a procedure that you wanted to talk to me about. So you know how I'm always like, I'm not going to get a procedure. I'm so wet. What are you saying right now? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get a procedure, oh, but what I dickhead. did do at the big age of 29, I got myself a pedicure. Is that a procedure? <laughs> no. Mate, look how good this is. I mean, I don't think they look different to before. They're so rounded. The feet are fucking soft. Oh, okay. Is this your first pedicure that you've ever had in? First pedicure in my life. Okay. I always feel really like freaked out when people are doing my pedi because they're like tickling your feet and they're touching your feet and like it just feels really I feel really uncomfortable having a pedicure even though like I get them but I do like Pav goes there and she's like oh yeah and I'm like mm. yeah it was uncomfortable first of all don't like people touching me I'm very ticklish but the level of service 10 out of 10 and the job that they did 10 out of 10 so you know the local pedicure person here they do this thing where they grab your foot and like after soaking it and stuff they get a razor mm -hmm. and they slice the dead skin off they're just like with an actual razor with an actual like razor like i know of one girl that we know who before her wedding went for a pedi there which everyone does like it's the local like everyone goes before their wedding it's in southall as well and her foot got a little bit sliced off that's mad. These guys have this cheese grater type thing and I could see like, oh, okay. I could see dead skin flying about. Ooh. Yeah, I, I really like it though when they slice it because it's like, you're kind of scared. Like, are you going to dice my foot open, Holmes? But then it also like, you could just see slices. Like next time I go, I'll film it for you. Yeah, please do. And then we'll post it as well for everyone else. Oh my God, gross, gross. They want to see it. I definitely want to see it. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe we'll do a TikTok. It's more, t I feel like it, it's more a TikTok sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to see that on your Instagram, right? You know, who knows? Raj, you complained to me earlier this week that you think you'd done over socializing. What's going down? Oh, so it's Raj's birthday. Birthday, hun. Birthday, honey. Yeah, the reason why I look like shit right now is because I kind of... You don't look like shit. I kind of feel like shit. I'm not wearing eyeliner today, so I look like a, a mole. You know, when you see someone that wears eyeliner all the time and they're not wearing eyeliner, you're like, what happened to your face, dog? They always say, are you sick? They always like, are you ill? If I was in the office with men right now, I would definitely be getting asked like, are you all right? Are you okay? Yeah, nah. So what happened? You socialized three days in a row. Hardy, the pandemic, it's not my age. I know it's not my age because technically like... I am a party girl, whatever that means, okay? But my birthday, so I had people over in the garden. We'd done champers, cupcake. Then we went out to Crazy Bear and it was a very like champagne-fueled night. Shots were done. All sorts of things were done. Mm, champagne, the good old champagne. I was told that I was drunk. I definitely wasn't. I was just having a good time. I just felt good. Mm. Next morning, I felt like shit. You know when you have the urge to just go to sleep? Like your, your head is drowsy and you're like, I need to go to sleep. But I had a dinner booked in with Haroon, which he couldn't make my birthday because it was Eid on my birthday. And he was like, let's do a dinner. So I had that dinner booked in. And I was like, shit, shit, shit. So I went to dinner. Midway through the dinner, that was it. I was like falling asleep at the table. Done. Just like, oh. You know how when people get drunk and they're hungover and then they drink more? Have you ever done that? I did that on Friday. like Because it's called hair of the dog, isn't it? And you feel better for a bit. But then what I do is... I mix my drinks and that's if you're going to do hair of the dog and all of that shit I don't think you should be mixing your drinks but I'm not the type of person that will stick to one drink so then I had wine on top of it and I like red wine so then I was Bloody feeling, that makes you feel sleepy but anyway so fine I was trying my best to keep up like with that conversation all night I was told that my face looked fucked like while her room was talking to me and trying to make conversations I was just like okay never mind Aww. then the next day my mate came over and she was like Let's go out, let's go out. And I was like, no, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. Let's order in, let's order in. Even that, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I did it. Just Wait, so two days of socialising, one time your day. Well, three socialising. three days but of socialising, but... It is a lot. I find after one day of being out, that's it. I need two days to recover now, at least. But she actually wanted to go out, and I was trying to explain that, and I felt a bit bad, and I was just like... 
I can't go out. Like, I just can't. Mm. This is the post-pandemic effect. Like, whatever we used to do in our lives, think about when we were at work. Wednesday nights, everyone used to act like that was a Friday. <laughs> it's Wednesday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. Uh. Yeah, and like, we used to be like, yeah, Wednesdays are a Friday night, like, kind of thing. And then Thursdays were like another Friday night. And then Friday, like, I don't know, it wasn't really that thingy if you were doing something or you weren't because mm. you'd kind of done it anyway. And I just don't see us going back to that. Do you? I'm glad that it's made us all think about everything, where we live, where we travel, how much time we spend working. I'm glad it's given everybody time to reassess the way that we were living before. But in terms of fucking socializing, I didn't really like it anyway, so I'm all good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I never go out anyway. Have you ever not had like plans like three days in a row, four days in a row? I've never had that. Okay. Uh, you know, like this lifestyle that we've been living for the last year, like going to the park, that's my lifestyle anyway. Oh, I think. that's my life anyway, bitches. So it's, it's just like, yeah, like whatever, dog. Like you guys just caught up now because of a global pandemic, but I've yeah. been living like this. This is how I love. I do feel bad for people who like, well, I don't really feel bad for them because I don't care. But like the people who are like, oh, I'm on the slash. Like, oh, one second. I'm on the slash. Sorry, what? When they're like, I'm on the sesh and uh, they haven't been able to be on the sesh because the pubs are closed or whatever. Yeah, fucking know. sesh at home then if you're that bothered about it. Another thing is, yeah, I've really gone off the idea of constantly drinking when I go out. Because, mm. you know, like I haven't really been drinking loads at home. I think some people might have and some people haven't. But now I'm just like, yeah, I want to intentionally drink, if you know what I mean. I have two and then I'm done. How many can you drink before you get drunk? I'm drunk on one, to be fair. I am a hardcore Punjabin. I can drink. I can outdrink a guy. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. When do you start getting drunk? I get tipsy quite quickly, but that tipsiness will last me quite a long time into the night until I get drunk. And the only time I know I'm fully drunk, right, is when, I don't know, it's been a long time. Maybe I know like when I'm going to feel like I'm going to be sick. Isn't it mad that alcohol is a liquid and I give you some liquid and it can have an effect? Yeah, well, I don't get that. That's fucking mad. It's like if you give someone oysters, it's meant to make them, I don't know, it's meant to be an aphrodisiac. Yeah, it's just mad. That's why they say, isn't it, to eat intentionally, like eat for your body's needs and things like that. Mm. And I don't need to be fucking tipsy. My personality is tipsy anyway. Yeah, I like to drink sugary drinks and then I try and not drink too many. I love sugary drinks. Me and you, we would... We would have a good time, we would. We would get dessert wine. Oh my Mm. fucking God. Oh wait, I don't like anyone. Oh no, no, if you try dessert wine because you like sweet drinks, trust me. It tastes like syrup. Syrup Mm. going down. Syrup, syrup. Syrup going down that esophagus. Oh, 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 that's saucy. That I want a bit of that. I do. Getting horny, yeah, yeah. I heard you got a bit horny on a red carpet at the Brits. I didn't get horny on the red carpet at the Brits before anyone thinks that's fact. But a guy did do my COVID test on the way in, and he told me to like put my head back and then started asking me about my gag reflex, which obviously they have to do. But it just oh felt, shut up, what? It felt so wrong. Do they have to ask about your gag reflex? He was like a nice old man. They don't have to go that deep, do they? It like tickles and you're like. I saw MC Grinder and yeah, the whole Corrupt FM crew. And if anyone knows, I he's my ideal. But I have a question for you, Raj. I got a question for ya. If you had Already to pick one the of the Corrupt FM crew to be with, who would it be? That little skinny one that's really nice. Which one? God, I don't know his name. I don't know their, all their names. Let me find their Corrupt FM. The one with the hat? Yeah, the one with the hat. The little geeky... Soddy little... But he's tall. He's tall, yeah, he's nice. With the, f- the, the hat? Yeah, with the bits, yeah, furry hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? He's a bit of a vibe. He's like low-key vibe. He is a vibe. He is a vibe. But I was going to say to you, because like we had a conversation this week about your asexuality. Yes. I uh, basically hit a Raj earlier this week to be like, oh yeah, so you know how last week I was like, my heart is open. A week later, my heart is not open. And then we started talking about what may be blocking my progress we start talking about, am I asexual? I feel like I am. So I was going to say like when you have a celebrity crush, like MC Grinder, because obviously after doing the research about asexuality and things like that, it's like you were even explaining it to me and you were like, you wouldn't necessarily want to snog someone or think about snogging someone. Yeah, I just, I want to be like his friend. <laughs> yeah, so it's quite platonic. I want him to... Love me. It's a platonic attraction. Like, whereas you were like, oh, would you want to snog your crush? And I was like, yeah, I would. Yeah, totally. If I was like, who's a celeb you really fancy? You like Justin Bieber. So let's say Justin Bieber. Okay, yeah. But if you said to me, would you want to fuck Justin Bieber? Not necessarily. Would you want to snog him? Uh, nah. 
Going back to MC Grinder, so you know you fancy him, but do you want to snog him? I don't think I want to snog anybody. This is so hard, though. Then how do you... How... I start thinking about things like, like hygiene. <laughs> well, I get really, like, sidetracked by things. I'm like, oh, yeah, but they're... I think, you know what? I got this far somehow. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah? Hardeep's asexual people. I mean, I've kind of always bit known it's not you have said it to me before you've said it to me before in conversation like so that's why i was like i'm not like putting two and two together and getting 65 but don't know man it's like a sliding scale have you ever wanted to snog someone i've ever wanted to uh yeah yeah i've had like at times sometimes like really wanted to i guess basically that it just means that once that attraction's strong enough you would want to snog someone i feel like when the attraction's there then i do yeah all right then we don't need to carry on this conversation because then that just means that the attraction isn't there next all right then let's find out what jesse is saying thank you next to jesse welcome to thank you next thank you so much for having me we're so excited to have you on and have a little chat and get to know you better but first things first we need an update on charles oh he's in the hospital no yeah he i'm in the process of moving and it's my ukulele for anyone who doesn't know who charles is um and he fell off the wall and smashed in half and so i took him to the hospital and they were like he is like almost at the at the point of no return, but they are thankfully able to stitch him back to health. I, I really hope. I'm like thinking about it all the time, but it's fine. It's going to be okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, how long have you had Charles for? Oh man, like three years. And he's like traveled all over the world with me. Like I went all over Europe and all over Indonesia and I took him with me and played music all over the world. So it's rough, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Sending out pray those, for Charles. those positive vibes. Yeah, pray for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I first saw that video, I thought it was about Prince Charles. I was like, oh my God. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, but no. so why did you call him charles like he just kind of looked like a charles i there's like no other reason i don't know he was just like he's like a nice dark wood he's very distinguished <laughs> well like what color just dark wood just like yeah. actual dark wood stop it i'm thinking about dicks let's just like, yeah. dark wood like i was like okay <laughs> i was thinking like a little blue ukulele okay. or something it's not blue no. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not blue. It's not blue. Now you got, got me talking about dicks, and now I'm wow, like, it's not. It's not blue. We're going to like blue balls. It's just not. It's just not. We're starting this off right, ladies. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on I'm not pretty. I'm not pretty. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> just seg- segueing this way, just for a sec. We'll come back. Oh We're coming God. back. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it is a real body positivity anthem and obviously doing massive things on TikTok. Can you talk us through the whole journey starting with the how it started with the video in your car i actually like before the video in my car i was so frustrated with tiktok like i was like i want to crack this app and i gave myself the year of 2020 to like crack this app and nothing like i was getting like 200 views and i was just like i don't know how the hell this is working and then like december 31st was like okay time's up you gotta go back to serving jess like it's time and then i was like okay let's just like give it one more day and i was talking to my manager and he was like he was like just post on tiktok every day just like whatever just do something and i was having like such an off day and like when you're not feeling great about yourself you don't want to like put yourself in front of a camera. Like that's the last thing that you want to do. And so it was kind of like, I was having a really crappy time and I was like, well, I need to post just because I'm told to post. (laughs) And so I decided to, to post this, this little snippet of, of a song that was kind of just like this bitter, I don't feel great about myself kind of thing. I mean, like I had none of the rest of it written. It was the first song that I like just uploaded and was like, let's just see. Okay. It was kind of like a passive aggressive thing to TikTok being like, here, take this. And then, yeah, it it started blowing up. It got like a million views within, within the first day. And then Elijah Woods That's popped so onto sick. it. It's insane. Insane. Like even having these words come out of my mouth, I'm like, this happened to me. Like, I feel like I'm telling somebody else's story. Yeah. Then Elijah Woods hopped onto it. And then we wrote the song in two days and oh my goodness, like 
panic attack, anxiety attack. Like I didn't sleep for those two days. And I was like, everything needs to be perfect. And he's like, just relax. And I was like, like we wrote it from a distance too. So it was like, with a time change and me phoning him at like 3 a.m. his time being like, what do you think about this? He's like, I'm sleeping. <laughs> like, it's fine. Wait, where um, is Elijah? Because we, th- we thought, Raj, I'm going to let Raj say you it. You know what? We're a bit older than you. So like we thought Elijah Wood was Frodo Elijah Baggins. Wood Frodo. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Elijah Wood is a celebrity fan or something. But I was like, what's the deal here? Then we realized who Elijah Wood was. I, like he gets that all the time but he like embraces it which is the best thing but um, Frodo Baggins is a freaking legend Frodo is. is a legend I mean like I'm I'm okay with like Frodo also producing I'm Not Pretty like that's okay we can make that a headline if we want to yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah he he was so supportive and so great and we just wrote the song in two days and then three days later we released it onto everywhere into the world and it's just been a wild ride since then of just crazy crazy things (laughs) i can't even i can't even list all of the things that have happened it's literally like every single day it's like what (laughs) so very very cool okay so we have to ask you what is the most surreal thing that's happened on your journey so far like celebrity fans people sliding in the dms Hardy wants to know if you've met Drake in Canada. <laughs> I have not. I mean, like, I'm in COVID. It's like the weirdest time to like come up because like I have to stay away from people. And like I like people were talking like online, but I just I can't wait to like just go and meet all of my idols and like actually have them in the same room as me and be able to like hug them and be like, I love you. <laughs> but <laughs> I think most surreal thing. I've got two. So the first one was having my first meeting with Republic Records because that is like my dream record label. I've been like pining over them since before I even like knew. I was like, I want to be on the same record label as Julia Michaels because she's like one of my biggest idols. Yeah, just having a meeting and having them listen to me sing and having them say like, oh, you've actually got something. I was like, "Ah!" it was insane. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I would say the next one is I had a meeting with Justin Tranter, who is one of the most amazing songwriters and just the most fabulous person too. And yeah, I, he's been like one of my biggest idols for years and for him for, to just like give me his time and to be like, yo, you're really cool. <laughs> like, ah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. That's so sick. Is that a salt lamp you've got at the back? Because I have one too. It is. It is. Setting those good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> we have to ask you a very important question. Can you be pretty and fun? Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. Look at us. All, of, all three of us. Hello. We are living like examples of this, girl. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness 100 percent. that was it that was our question <laughs> that was it 100 <laughs> that was literally it but um i was gonna say that i think a lot of people have kind of been struggling obviously with lockdown weight so i just wanted to know when did you write i'm not pretty and what was it specifically about i wrote i'm not pretty on january 1st and it kind of segues into me like having nervous breakdowns over tiktok I was talking to to this one friend and I was like, no one is watching my stuff. Like, I don't understand. And like, I was like calculating everything. Just, I was like, this is going to be it. This is the one. And like, it just would flop and flop and flop. And then finally someone was like, oh, like, well, when I turn on my TikTok, it's all like these beautiful girls dancing in their bikinis. And I was like, okay, well, I know what your For You page looks like now. <laughs> yeah, mine doesn't look like that. When I see that shit. <laughs> mine doesn't look like that. No. no like... But also it just like stuck with me where they were just yeah. like, maybe you should just try not to like look so like, like, I don't know, like not as put together. I mean, like wear maybe a little bit more makeup or like dance a little bit more, like show off a little bit more skin. And I was just like, this is the opposite of what you should be saying to me right now. Like I am on the verge of a breakdown. Yeah, that's so fucked. Yeah, so that song, like it was kind of a a passive aggressive, like 
fuck you. Maybe I'm not fun. Or like, maybe I'm not pretty. Maybe I am just fun. And like, that's all that I have to offer to the world. And so. Okay. No, I feel like that sometimes. Dude, don't you ever feel like that? Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's okay. I've got my personality. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, completely. Completely. And then it was also like me scrolling on TikTok and hearing like a viral sound that said, I've never seen two pretty best friends. And it just, again, like got me thinking. It was oh just like. Oh my God. Yeah. I see that. I see that. that one. All of that. And I'm just like. Okay, like actually, what's going on here? <laughs> People always say that. I don't even think it's a thing. They're like, oh, one best friend, this one best. It's not a thing. It's just literally made up. Let's 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 keep to that. I like that idea. <laughs> and you also got BB Rexa on the remix. Oh my god! Oh my god! How sick is that? How did that? How did that come together? What was it like working together? Oh my god! Okay, so like BB. Like two years ago, like 2019 was like the worst year of my life. Like most people think that 2020 was. I was like, 2020 is a breeze compared to 2019. Um, It was like the worst year. And BB got me through. Like I went and like whenever I'm freaking out, I always just like go to the gym and just work out as hard as I can and just like run off all of my anger and steam. And so I just like listened to her on repeat. So for her to now have a song out with me like a year later is just what like what is even happening so it's so cool it's crazy it's crazy and like she is the perfect person to have on this like she's been such an advocate for like body positivity and loving yourself and just being comfortable in your own skin and working with her has been amazing she like FaceTimed me randomly and was like, yo, like I've got this verse on your song. What do you think? And she sang it to me and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Is this actually happening right now? Um, totally nailed it, of course. Like, just just props to BB. I I am in love with that woman. That's so sick, man. I was gonna say, like, how does it work when someone wants to remix your track? Like, do you approve the their verse or yeah it happened so fast like her name was dropped to me and I was like yes 100% yes and then like the next day she's like yo I have this verse and I was just like this is crazy like it's actually becoming real like what is going on and unfortunately I haven't been able to meet her in person we facetimed and we went live on on Instagram in front of a bunch of people so that is like the extent of us actually meeting but oh man I need to go down to LA and I need to just like thank her from the bottom of my heart for like, I don't know, just validating me as like this up and coming artist. Like she, she went above and beyond to just be like, yo, you're dope. And so I'm very thankful for her. We spotted a couple of your tattoos in your music video and you have one that says karma. Yes. Talk us through it. When did you get this and why? Um, I believe in karma. And so like, <laughs> there, <we go. laughs> there you go. And that's the end of the interview guys. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really funny. I This was going to be my first tattoo. I was going to get two tattoos at the same time. And I wanted it originally to be on my hand. And the guy was like, no, I will not tattoo you on your hand because you're too young. And I want you to be able to get a job like in an office if you want to have a job in an office. And I was like, and you're like, I'm never going to get a fucking office job. (laughs) You have no idea who I am. Like, I'm not an (laughs) office girl at all. And so then he didn't do it. And I was like, well, what about here? And he was like, no, not going to do it. Like, again, like you need to have this. And so I ended up going like a couple of weeks later and getting another tattoo just for the hell of it to get this one as well. What's the one you have here? You have one here too, I think. Yes, I do. What does yours say? This one says, why not? Okay. I got this in um, Indonesia with a guy that I met like 24 hours before. And like we were hanging out the next day and he was like, why not? I was like, what do you want to do today? Yeah. And he was like, I want to get a tattoo. I was like, let's go get tattoos. So we got like tattoos together. It was his first tattoo. It was so cute. And yeah, I just went to to Indonesia and it like completely changed my life. Like literally eat, I'm like hashtag eat, pray, love. Like it's crazy. But I, I met this, this other person who every single time, like I, I would see him all the time and he's just like, never try, never know. Why not, darling? Just try it and you'll see. Why not? And I was just like, I love you. Okay. And so it was when like a lot of social media was just like eating up my head. And I was like, man, like, and I would just be staring at posts and not being able to post them. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm just not cool. I'm not, it's just not working. It's not working. And then I would be able to stare down and just be like, why not? 
what's the worst that's gonna happen? People are gonna see it. Woo! Yeah. Ah! You know? And so every single time that I'm like second guessing myself for like stupid reasons, I look down and I'm like, why not? Just do it. That's so cute. I love that. Oh, okay, but you didn't tell us about karma. So just because you believe in karma and <laughs> yeah, I, I believe. <laughs> I, believe I believe in, in karma. karma. <laughs> I believe in karma. I mean, like, just just do good things, and good things will happen. And it's just, it's just a reminder to just be a good person and send out the good vibes, and just be as positive and helpful to the world as you possibly can. And things are gonna things are gonna take care of you. Yeah. The other track that I I love this lyric on, and there's a lyric that says, "Every time I let you in, I realize I'm settling." Mm-hmm, Raj. Uh huh. Do you what know about that lyric? Shut yeah. Up, man. Honestly. How about you think about that for a sec? He's such a dick. Let that, um, let that shit anyway. sink in. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no 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 no. Um. No. So. <laughs> so it's TikTok reference, guys. There's so many TikTok references. So many. Um. What kind of things? What kind of things can someone do to make you think? Oh my god, I'm settling here. Oh man. Honestly. It's like a lack of, of drive. I think that drive is a really, really big key thing for me. And if somebody is not, if I'm not able to be as, as driven as I usually am when I'm with that person, I feel like I'm settling. Cause I find that I want to make people feel as good as they possibly can. And, and I put people on a pedestal to a fault at times. And so if I feel like this person is, is up on this pedestal, but I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to say like, they don't deserve to be, but like, I try and like see everybody in like such a good light and like I am so guilty of rose colored glasses and then as soon as like I'm gone out of them I'm like wait a minute I am not myself I am not living my best life with this person is it like not living up to your potential like kind of being like a bum maybe yeah I mean like I I wrote this song about a bunch of different things. This is like such a kibosh of of my friends' relationships and my relationships and just like where you have those conversations where you're like, yeah, he's great, but like, I wish, yep. <laughs> or like, yeah, like he's fun when we're alone, but like. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And then he like did this really weird thing. And you're just like, why? Like there's probably mm. someone out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Not even probably. There is someone out there that is going to like satisfy. And you're not going to have to like make excuses for them or like have that kind of like, ah, oh, I know. I know. Like, I don't like those. Like, that's kind of whenever you feel like you're settling, you have to have those conversations being like, yeah. And like, with me, if somebody talked about me and I was in a relationship with them and they were like, yeah, like she's cool, but I would be like, dude, leave me. Like, <laughs> just go. I don't want that. Like, I want people to yeah, be like, yo, yeah. I'm dating Jessia. She's dope. Like, I want that. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it. <laughs> I really related to the lyric about being unavailable. My heart is really unavailable. Is that, that's a lyric in it? Yeah, my heart is unavailable. Yeah, I just relate it to that, you know? Yeah. And that's good. That's good to like recognize with yourself. I mean, everyone is just, I shouldn't say everyone, but I find that we're all trying to find love and we're trying to force it. And we're trying to just like force those like endorphins and feeling good and like having those, that, that movie romance kind of thing. And like, sometimes if you've gotten burnt or if you're focused on other things, like, Sometimes you just don't have the capacity for that and that's okay. And I think that being okay and being able to admit to yourself being like, actually, like, I'm not stable. Like, I'm not in no place to actually commit and give myself to this person is, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to come to, but yeah, being, being unavailable. Yeah. So as a singer songwriter, do a lot of your friends or even like guys that you end up seeing, et cetera, are they scared of you writing songs about them? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, People are scared I make content about them. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Most 
people don't know that. Okay. I mean, I hope, I mean, like, long relationships. I mean, the, the guy that broke my heart, just get ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna definitely know that there are, there, the songs are about him. <laughs> but. Aww. No, good, good. You tell your story. Oh, you good. say it how oh, it is. Tell yeah. my story. Oh, yeah. But. When's that gonna be? Is it coming? Soon. <laughs> okay right sorry sorry continue um yeah I I don't have any dates I really want to give out dates but I I honestly don't have any dates but um very soon ladies very very soon I I think that like most of like my girlfriends and like my best friends were all songwriters so we all just kind of like you write a song about me I'm gonna write a song about you and like that's in it's totally fine in that way but when it comes to guys like if a guy ever came to me and was just like, Hey, is this song about me? And like, it's like, nobody wants really nice to think about to be written about them. Like, let me, let's be honest here. (laughs) But if he, if he did come to me, I would be like, it's written about a bunch of different people. Like, I, I swear it's not just you. The only person that I'm like going, not after, but the only person who's got some, some really fun songs written about is, is the one that deserves it. (laughs) I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I think heartbreak inspires like the best art to come out of people. You know what I mean? So heartbreak inspired this podcast. Yeah, that's mate. why we do this podcast totally. because of heartbreak. So oh, completely. It's just like yeah, man, bring it on. You know, totally. And like, I mean, we're I'm friends with mostly musicians. Like, we all kind of have this understanding, and I'm sure that he would have this understanding too. Being like, yeah, like live your truth, girl. Like, I I'm pretty sure that he will be supportive of it as well. So. We're all, we're all love here. It's all, it's all love. <laughs> so I read that your crush at age 17 was Justin Bieber. Oh. Is that correct? Oh yeah. I was into him for sure. I think he's still like quite hot now. What are you saying? Oh, totally. I mean like, okay. I'm just, I'm just so happy that like he's found such love. Like seeing. Oh, whatever man. Whatever. No, yeah. Listen, I get all the TikToks, um, you know, of him being really mean to Haley, and like, do you see those TikToks? I see no. all those TikToks. I don't no. know what my TikTok is full of. It's full of like Harry Styles and Justin Bieber being mean to Haley, and um, him writing that. songs about Selena and Selena writing songs about him, and Ooh. you know, it's just uh, my TikTok is <laughs> your TikTok is just full of tea. It's full of tea. It is. It always has tea. But yeah, that's that's what I always see, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about. All three of them. So I'm just like, okay, TikTok, whatever you say, you know? I feel like he's he's still hot though. He just posted a photo of him with pigtails. And I'm like, you live your best life, boy. Like, honestly, <laughs> I love it. I love it. If a guy is able to like pull off pigtails, like that's a statement. Yeah, I think that's me and Harry Styles. I love like, that Harry Styles can pull off like wearing gowns. Oh and my just God. Rock them. Oh my God. Like Harry Styles is like. Yeah. Um, I just want to like meet him and just be like, you are changing the world. Like you are so amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're both good looking dudes, but it's mostly like what they're doing with their lives and what, what message they're giving to the world. And, and Justin, like he's found love and I'm just like, this is beautiful. It's really beautiful. He's, he's definitely had a trying life. So I'm really happy that he's, he's happy now. If he wants to be with me, I'm I'm free. <laughs> he's hey, married, babe. You heard it <laughs> oh, whatever, man. Oh, he's got a baby as no. well. No, he doesn't have a baby. All I'm right. waiting. I'm waiting for that news. They would be like such good parents. I don't, I'm talking like I know them. I don't know them. Just be. <laughs> I always get the TikToks as well, right? I get this TikTok like, imagine, and it's this kid, and it's like the mum is Haley and the dad is Justin, and then the baby's like, my name is Selena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just get the weirdest I get the weirdest shit on TikTok guys but oh anyway. my god you so. do I want to see her for you, you actually do. Like, what is what is this it's mental <laughs> and I'm like how do they figure out like what to put on your for you page because I haven't interacted with anything Justin Bieber or Hayley related weird like, have I talked about them is it sometimes it's just like the biggest thing it's so isn't it? weird it's that so is weird. really weird oh TikTok it's just trying to crack it just it's it's the uncrackable app <laughs> Okay, well, while we're talking about it, do you get TikTok tarot? TikTok tarot? Tarot, yeah. Like tarot readings, like horoscope. Being like, okay, this is a card for the collective. And then they're like, I've just pulled the Knight of Wands or God knows what. And no, you don't get it. Okay, never mind. I know tarot cards. <laughs> so I basically, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I know tarot t- cards, but like a TikTok, t- like, do people just like, 
pull it and then like yeah they'll just pull tarot cards and like it's so specific to things in my life and i'm like how the fuck is this happening okay wait hold up so your tiktok is full of justin bieber harry styles and then tarot cards so are you scrolling well okay here just a just like a scenario if you're scrolling through and somebody is like you're gonna meet the love of your life on wednesday and you're like oh yeah and then you scroll through a couple more videos and they're like you're you need to stay away from men they are bad news and then you scroll through another like little bit and then it's like yeah which one do you believe what do you what do you like have you had like or just one a day i always get the same message and the message is the communication is coming soon he's working through his issues (laughs) blah 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 blah. (laughs) that's what you want to think that's what you want to think there I am, like, cradling myself at night, being like, he's just working through his issues. <laughs> he's working through... Oh, I'm going to work on myself. He's going to work on himself. Like, I said, never mind. Anyway. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's crazy. No, I've never I've never had a tarot reading. Now, now I feel left out. I haven't seen it. Shit, man. Yeah, I've got my salt lamp and everything. I have tarot cards right there. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Like, I always get crystals as well. Like, there's this crystal. Is it Menzomanite or something? I don't know. Something with M. And they're like, don't get it if you don't want your life to change because when you get it apparently any obstacles in your life they just fall apart so if it's bad relationships bad friends etc etc i don't know what it is mazonamite i don't know i think we all need to get that that's sounds scary great. but okay i'm into it i'm into it yeah all right you guys' tiktok is very different to my tiktok we yeah just, just, we've established that <laughs> um <laughs> let's it. get on to our pop culture thank you next so every week on the podcast before we get into the relationship lessons we like to say thank you next to something that's happened in the week or in the world so jessia what do you want to say thank you next to this week so it's kind of like built up to this because like releasing i'm not pretty i did not realize how many men would reach out and be like hey i really like your song and like can I dance to it? Like they're asking permission to whether they can be a part of this like body empowerment movement. And I was like, hell yes, boy, you can. And it, I didn't realize just how much insecurity men have. And like, there's not many outlets Mm -hmm. for men to be able to talk about it. Then just recently, I mean, I don't think that he's confirmed or denied, but like with Zac Efron, he he just looks a little different. And yeah, it honestly breaks my heart because I'm like, what? Like, why did this person, he was like, what? The sexiest man for like an entire decade or something? Like, like what? And then for him to have to go and, and feel like he needed to change himself. And like, you do you, if you need to change yourself to feel better, like it's your body, it's whatever you want to do. But I think that there's been such a movement in like the recent years especially for women and like body positivity and I'm loving and living for this and like so happy that I can even be part of like this whole thing but I think that also just recognizing that like men men kind of need outlets too men don't feel 100% all of the time so I am saying thank you next to like men's stereotypes and that men you're beautiful too and you're able to join the I'm not pretty party (laughs) anytime (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, I like a, I don't know, we have a, this thing here called dad bods. Do you know what a dad bod is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dad bod. Like, it's all right to have a dad bod. I actually think that's hotter than a six pack. Like, I've never been with anyone that's got a six pack, but I just, no disrespect to anyone that's got six pack. Imagine it would be really hard. I just feel like, yeah, they would always be like, what are we eating? Has it got carbs in it? Oh my God. And you'd just be like, oh, yeah, oh. I ain't got time for that. Totally. And even with um, Zach Efron, like, wasn't, I was watching that Netflix show of his or whatever, and wasn't he saying that, like, he, isn't he, like, quite ench? He couldn't eat carbs for years and he literally was eating carbs he was eating pasta and he started crying he was like i can't believe i deprived myself of this i'm never gonna do that again yeah and i think it was for baywatch he had to have like zero percent water or whatever you know you have water in your because when you have water it fills it fills out the shape so you won't be able to see the six pack as much it's crazy it's crazy the shit that these guys do that must be mad as well actually you know when when they go for a role yeah and they get it and everyone's like, wow, your body's amazing, you're amazing. And you know you can do it. And you've gone through that mad procedure or whatever yeah. to get the body you want. You're not going to then go back to before, are you? You feel like a way about it. You wouldn't want to just go back to whatever you were because you think people 
have just been praising this Baywatch body. Yeah, yeah, but he has, he's literally said, like, I never want to look like that again. I'll never do that again for a role. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because he literally, he was crying when he was eating pasta. That's awful. And the fact that, like, I don't know about, like, that should be headlines being like, <laughs> yeah, men crying over a bowl of pasta. <laughs> literally, he was crying. It was emotional for him. Pasta's so good. It's great. It's fantastic. And, like, that's the thing is like nobody really talks about it. Like even like all of like the superhero movies and stuff like these guys, like just yeah. think about what they got to do to get to that. And like, we're just like, oh yeah, like he's got big muscles. That's awesome. But like, you don't really <laughs> like hear about like the amount of like chicken breast <laughs> that they have to just eat. Yeah. Plain chicken breast. That's all they get to eat. Like, oh my God, no. I think when a woman like loses weight or something for a role or puts on weight, like we talk about it a lot more than when a man does. Completely. Mm. That's why like no one really talks about the whole Zac Efron pasta story or I don't know, Chris Evans or whoever it is in any of the Avengers movies, like, you know, and all the shit that they've had to do. Completely. But... They talk about it when they've like taken it too far. Like now Zac Efron's getting like completely slaughtered because of his his appearance change. And so... yeah. Like, where was it in, like, that journey, like, that pasta thing? It should have been talked about so that, like, he had a little bit of validation. He's like, yo, you don't need to change your face. We should have all been sending him pasta. <laughs> we should be like, eat it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. I love it. Just boxes of craft dinner. Just go into it. Definitely have it. Thank you. Next. Okay, so we're going to get into your first lesson. So one taught me. Don't care or ask about people's opinions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was that like a good, was that a good Ariana Grande? Yeah. 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 That yeah. is what she does. Oh my God. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That was great. No, I love that. So tell us about this. Why should we not? ask or care about people's opinions so going back to my 2019 year of just great awfulness i found myself just like asking everyone about everything of like oh do you think i should get this haircut oh do you think that i should wear this oh do you think that this song is good oh do you think that this and like i didn't actually really want their opinion i realized i was like well i really like this haircut and i'm just waiting for people to tell me like yes you should get it and I found that that was really taking a toll because some people were like, no, I don't think that you should get it. And then I would get mad and I would be like, this is stupid. Like I've asked for their opinions and they give it to me and I'm like, no, that's not right. Like what? And then like, just in discovering myself as an artist, like I not speaking for everyone, but I think that most artists are quivering balls of insecurity and just need that constant validation. And I made it a challenge of like stripping myself of that validation and just doing what I wanted to do. And I'm like, the only way that I'm going to be satisfied is if I release the stuff that I like. And if it flops, that's fine. But if it doesn't, or like if it flops and I've taken other people's opinions, then I'm going to blame the others and I'm going to resent them for just it not, it not taking off. And so I was actually in a session where like it hit me and I had given like some references and like reference songs and stuff being like, I want it to sound like this. And they were like, okay, cool. And they worked on it. Did not sound a thing like that. And like old Jess would have totally been like, that's fine. Like, here you go. I'm so happy that we work together. But then I, I like lit this fire in me where I was like, no, like I actually know what I want. I actually do have a voice. I have an opinion. And I was like, nope, this isn't it. Can we try again? And we tried again and we got it. But it was just that trusting myself and my own opinion and trusting that I do have a good taste <laughs> that I don't need other people to tell me that I have good taste. And so honestly, that has been a huge saving grace in, in me as, as an artist is like, I do not care about people's opinions really. I mean, to a fault, maybe. I just do what I want. <laughs> and that's kind of that's kind of how I live my life. <laughs> I've noticed at times when I'm really low, that's when I seek other people's opinions and validation because you're like doubting yeah. everything. And you're like, I don't want to... Sometimes it's like you stop trusting your own 
gut and you stop trusting yourself because you made you got yourself in that place you got yourself in that shit place completely and then it's like you don't trust yourself to get out of it that's happened to me before oh completely uh, when i i'm like asking my friends and my mom i'm like what do i do what do? i remember there was actually a point where i was ringing my mom asking her about really small decisions because i genuinely didn't trust myself anymore to make any decisions yeah it's a scary place to be and like i've definitely been there girl like for sure but just like learning that you can pull yourself out of that and you have the strength to be able to do that is it's priceless it's really great definitely an opinion that i always used to get like thrown at me left right and center was about my career because i've always done let's say like five different strands to my career which is all in like creative industries but different, different things. And everyone's always been like, you need to focus on one thing. You're just a jack of all trades and a master of none, blah, 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 blah. But it's like all of those things that I've done, if I didn't do them, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have like all the projects that I had. For example, I did makeup. I became a makeup artist. I started working at Mac um, and I did like a makeup course and did fashion week and all that while I was a radio producer. And everyone was like, why are you doing this? And then I don't know, five years later, six years later, I produced a podcast for Avon, a makeup brand here with a beauty specialist and all of that. And it was like, yeah, if I didn't do all of that stuff, if I didn't know all of that stuff, I wouldn't be able to work on that. And, you know, eventually everything you like merges into one and it doesn't matter if it's radio, makeup, TV, whatever, like it just becomes one eventually. I think, yeah, only I could know that, but me trying to explain that to other people, they would have been like, what are you chatting about, Raj? Like makeup and radio have no correlation. Like it's not going to happen. But it worked. I feel like right now, everything is everything though. Like, <laughs> you, you, do you know what I mean? Everything like, is everything. TikTok, okay, you need sound and you need video, mm. but you also need some sort of skills. Yeah. Like your makeup skills worked for us yeah, the other week yeah, when yeah. we were filming. Yeah. Everything just is merging. So it's like, I don't think you have to choose. Nah. Completely. I hate that when people are like, choose one. It's like, no. No. I want to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ambitious women. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. So what are you saying thank you next to? I am saying thank you next to seeking validation and actually not trusting yourself enough to be able to, to know what you want. Mm. And if anyone's having trouble doing that, like what is the advice that you'd give them? Sit with yourself and journal and talk to yourself like you're your own best friend. I had so many talks with myself being like, okay, like what do you want? Like, and yeah, treat yourself like your own best friend and you'll probably, you'll probably get somewhere. That's the next TikTok you should make, by the way. Ooh. Raj. Okay. See, Raj is a TikTok. She's got there the ideas. Bang. I love it. Thank you, next. Okay, so we're going to get on to your second lesson, which you've kindly agreed to sing for us. So one taught me that you do not need to look pretty to get somewhere and reach your dreams. Yeah, this is a really big thing because I think a lot of women feel this way. I mean, Hardy had some things to say about this, first of all. This is fucking rude, first of all, because you said (laughs) you told us that someone's you tell the story first actually yeah i was having a nervous breakdown about about tiktok and and that nobody was like watching me or anything and and i was getting super frustrated with the app and then i went to a friend and was like hey like what do you think could help me and they were like well on my for you page like there's a bunch of people who are like a lot prettier and are like dancing around in their bikinis and stuff. So like, maybe you should try doing that. And like, I think that like prettier people usually just get more attention. And I was like, rude, cool, great. That's, that's not that what is I need. so rude and so incorrect. And also maybe they're just projecting their insecurity onto you. Cause I was going to say, first I was going to go hard and say they're not a friend. However, now I've changed my mind and maybe they're just projecting maybe any of their insecurity onto you because the best people on TikTok, the people who have absolutely blown up are like the like silly comedians, shit lighting. Um, they do the same thing again and again, but it's really, really funny. Not saying that's a bad thing. They've got like the formula and they're running with it. They look like shit because they're at home during COVID. They're, that's This is the content we want. When we look at social media apps, right? TikTok is the one where I feel like, and this is me coming as a MUA makeup artist type person, yeah? That is the one app I'll go on and be like without makeup and just talk shit and, you know, do a fake TED talk or whatever because it's for fun. TikTok's fun. Yeah. It's supposed to be like Vine for fuck's sake, not Instagram where we're like <laughs> filtering ourselves and we're like, oh yeah, like look at my pouty lips and my eyeliner on fleek. And, you know, it's not. And Twitter's where we're having our rants and Facebook is, I guess, where some of us connect with people we're never going to talk to in real life, but they're just there. Um, and... <laughs> 
do you know what I mean? But it's like TikTok's like that place where we're supposed to be real. So I just, to hear that, to hear someone to think that that's what works on TikTok, like, oh my but Lord. I can see also like, you know, like the girls that have popped off, not all of them, but some of them are just like cute, brown hair. Are you going to talk about, yeah, talking all, about of that, okay. all of them ones, them things, those kind of, they do that kind of shit. So I can also get why this person would say that. But how did you respond to that person when they said this to you? I shut the conversation down immediately because I was like, this is going to ruin me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, no. And then um, I wrote a song called I'm Not Pretty. And look <laughs> oh what that did. Oh my God, that's excellent. <laughs> Are you going to thank that person for saying that? <laughs> yeah, because actually look yeah, at what it's done. Look at what it's done. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that this person was so ignorant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very thankful for that person for for being like I think you should just be prettier because it definitely sparked a, a fire in know. me. <laughs> so I feel like social media should actually reflect society. And we've spoke about it before on the podcast about how I get so irritated by everyone looking the same or getting like surgery or fillers or whatever to look the same kind of person. I don't understand why we can't all just look like however we look. Just that is. Your USP, you know, no one else is going to do you better than you are. I don't understand. Completely. But I have thought this about age, like you have to be young as opposed to a look more just you have to be young. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Completely. Completely. The fact that I'm not 17, as soon as like you're a musician and you're not like a superstar by 17, you're like, I'm 80. Like, there we go. My time's passed. And so... It's weird. It's so weird the things that that society pushes on to us and is like, this is what is right. And um, I think that like, we're the most like, liberal as we've ever been and being able to just be like, you know what, here I am. And I do thank TikTok, like, that's on my For You page, like my For You page is full of like people with like nice music playing in the background. And they're just like, hey, let's just chill. How are you doing? Take a deep breath in. And it's just like that kind of stuff that I'm like, this is great. So yeah, it's very real. I mean, I do enjoy a pretty person on TikTok. I will not lie. I do. Completely, completely. I mean, like that raises raises the question of like, what is pretty? Like Exactly. It's so different. Mine is not going to be your obvious choice. Mine's always like a bit of a weirdo. I like weirdos. Oh, totally. But going back to this, I was going to say like, I do think a lot of women do this and they're like, I remember a girl that I worked at Mac with and um, she went to be a singer and she could sing. Oh my God, her voice was amazing. And she had a, she had issues with her weight and she was a bit bigger and she wanted to lose weight. She was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do my singing until I lose weight. And it was just the craziest thing I had heard. And I was like, no, like you need to do it now. And if you lose weight along the way, then your fans will be on that journey with you. So it's just like, don't like just do the singing and fuck the weight. Cause it's like, it doesn't make sense. I just don't get it. It's just like, okay, people like look at Adele. She was a bigger girl. Now she's lost loads of weight. I know everyone like, you know, it was, it made news and people talk about it and whatever, but so what? It hasn't changed anything. She's still Adele, right? Who cares? Totally. It's really funny. Like that's one of like the only industries like you would never be like, oh, like I want to be a chef. But unfortunately, like I wasn't a garbage man <laughs> first. And you're no, like, that is 100 percent. OK, like that's nice. Like if you want to be a singer, then be a singer. Like you don't have to be skinny first to be a singer. And like, oh, man, that's we're just going to add another like thank you next to, to that. That's <laughs> another point um but just the fact that like you don't need to look a certain way and you've just fed that as a little girl like I remember being like oh like I'm never gonna be a singer because I'm not pretty enough and it's so funny that like the song that blew up is I'm not pretty and I'm just like she made it but so sick it's really interesting that you bring up Adele just because I would confide in my friends and be like oh like I just don't feel pretty enough and then they'd be like well if Adele can do it you can and I'm like But I don't, like, Adele is just known as, like, the poster child for, like, the bigger singer. And you're just like, no, like, it's amazing that she's lost her weight and it's amazing that she's still staying with, like, her weight not being the cookie cutter figure. But, I mean, I'm I'm really excited to be, like, a medium-sized girl. Like, you're either, like, 
I'm not on like this spectrum and I'm not on this. I'm just kind of like in the middle and I'm like a normal sized person being like, Hey, what's up? I've got, I've got a voice and I'm going to make a career out of it kind of thing. So yeah, just adding that little, <laughs> that little thank you next in there. <laughs> so what are you saying? Thank you next to I'm saying thank you next to having to look a certain way to be able to be successful and achieve your dream. Mm-hmm. Next. We're going to get on to lesson three. One taught me to keep people around that make you feel fulfilled in life. How did you realize this? Having toxic people around and it being exhausting. <laughs> um, having people that like when you when you leave hanging out with them and you're just like, I need a nap. Like, it's just, no, you want to walk away from a hangout and just like feel so energized and so just like, this is what life's about. Like, these are the people. And so, yeah. I've, I've surrounded myself with people that I literally am just like in awe of. And I'm like, I'm so thankful that that life has brought me to you. Mm. But what was the point when you realized that those people were toxic? Because I've been through very, very similar situations. And it's like, I took that toxic toxicity. How do you even say it? Whatever. But anyway, I took it over and over again. And I kept like giving more and more in that situation where I was giving more of my energy. They were just taking it until something really bad happened to me. And then I realized, oh my God, you're not here for me and you're not actually my friend. So like, how did you realize that? Because I wasn't that woke that I would go home and think, oh, I feel drained. Do you know what I mean? Because it became normal. The toxicity was just normal. That's a really good question. I don't think that it was ever like an actual realization, like, aha, eureka moment. It was just, I found myself just being drained. And then I also just like put my, my head down and wanted to focus on my career so much. And I needed to give that a lot of energy. And so I found that like my energy levels just became a lot more limited. And so I became a lot more selective with the people that you were spending time with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Raj, I did a task this morning about all the things I'm grateful for, for you, just to let you know. I love you. That's so sweet. She said I'm going soft. I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) I love, no, that's beautiful. And like, also just like letting your friends know, because the amount of people that don't feel loved and like, don't feel appreciated by your friends or by their friends. And it's just like, I I have this thing with my friends that whenever I am thinking about them or like sending them good vibes, I text them and I'm just like, Hey, I'm giving you a moment. And like, I've explained it to all of my friends and like, they don't have to text back or anything. It's just letting them know. And like, I love, like they do it back to me. And so like, they don't know what I'm going through. If I've woken up on the wrong side of the bed and then like they text me and they're like, Hey, I'm just giving you a moment. And you're just like, day, that's sweet. day has completely that's flipped. That's really cute. The way I do that is I just send TikToks or memes to people and that's it. And I'm like, this is your moment, babe. Oh, like, take it. <laughs> take it. Take, take, take this. It. Here you go. Take this. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> So what are you saying thank you next to? I'm saying thank you next to toxic people. Getting those guys out of your life. Yeah, man. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Honestly, your lessons were so sick. Aw, thanks, babe. You're too sweet. We love them. We love them. So what have you got coming up that you can share with us? Woo! New music. Yeah. New music. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been in the studio pretty much since I'm Not Pretty came out and I've just been writing like mad. And yeah, this summer, I, I, I don't have any dates, but this summer is going to be insane. I'm so excited to, to share some, some new stuff. So what are some of the flavors that we can expect? Like, I mean, like in the production wise, we're going and we're like banging pots and pans together. And I keep using like the words (laughs) like glitter and trash. Like we're using like actual, like we're dropping keys and like recording that. And like a lot of like vocal heavy things of like using my voice to be chords of songs and things like that. That's cool. So that's like production wise as for like concept wise, Mm -hmm. It's definitely like a sit down and just like check in with yourself, with yourself and your friends over a cup of tea is kind of like just talking about the weird stuff, just talking about like whatever and like opening all the jars and just like letting it all just spill out. And so that's kind of, kind of the new stuff. I'm really excited. And you're playing at a festival, right? As well this year. Yes. Oh my God. That's so exciting. Festivals Ah! are back. (gasps) I'm so excited. It's 
been too long. It's been way too long. Yeah, I cannot wait. And like, yeah, the lineup, like to even see my name next to some of these people. I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? It's insane. So cool. Thank you so much for your time, honestly. Thank you. And thanks for your lessons. Yes, anytime, babes. Thank you so, so much. And I'm like obsessed with this podcast. Like I'm actually so happy. Oh, thank you. You guys, I've been listening to you like all week and I am like here for it. Living for you, babes. So like keep doing what you're doing. Honestly. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. That's so sweet. Of course. Thank you so much. We love that. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thank You Next. Make sure you share this episode with someone who loves pop music, getting in their feelings and just being emotional, just like us. And send it to anyone who is letting their insecurities get the better of them and letting that get in the way of shit that they want to do because that ain't it, man. We're not letting that happen around here. We're not not accepting. No. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode of the podcast. And you can do that very easily, by the way, on Acast, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're still offering Oracle readings for anyone who writes us a review on Apple Podcasts. So get those reviews coming, baby. You can get an Oracle reading from Raj. I have been told by psychics officially that I have the gift, but I choose to ignore it. But on this occasion, I will choose to utilise it for you for you make sure you let us know what you're saying thank you next to it might be that guy that's been messaging you but not asking you to meet up like what the fuck is that about or i mean it's what this situation that's very specific again it's always it's very specific, specific stuff. It's always, every time you say it's always so it's like it's coming from your own brain it's not it's very relatable this stuff happens to everybody maybe it's the pedicure person that actually sliced a bit of your foot off when they were giving you the pedi you want to say thank you next oh they did make my friend's cuticle bleed oh my god it's really it's dangerous out there getting a pedicure you know it's dangerous Mm. i have heard though when you remove this i don't know if it's like an old wives tale that it makes your milk grow back harder is that thing it makes your what like it will grow back the skin will grow back harder oh whatever where is this coming from i don't know what people i don't know i don't i don't get it i don't get it but anyway whatever you want to say thank you next to email us or leave us a voice note because we'd like to hear your voices at hi thank you next podcast at gmail.com or you can slide in the dms on socials where thank you next pod on instagram tiktok facebook twitter uh youtube as well but i don't think you slide in dms on youtube no nah, don't don't be trying to do that on youtube i don't know how long you'll be there follow us on instagram because that is the place where we share loads of funny tiktoks we share inspirational relationship advice from experts it's not just us but let's face it by now i think we're semi-experts we are experts although i don't think i take any of my own advice i don't think you take your own advice either but i give great advice you know this do you take advice nah We are loving you and we are leaving you. We will see you next week when it's an episode with me and Raj. And it's been a while since we've done a non-themed episode with just me and you. So our relationship lessons are gotta be good. Yeah, I've been thinking about the relationship lessons I want to bring to the table. And I was sort of thinking a little bit about, you know, when someone says that no one can love you the way I love you. I feel like that's a conversation. Whoa, don't give it all away. But that is a conversation I genuinely would like to get into. So if that's happened to you, drop us a line. Hi, thank you next podcast at gmail.com or slide in the DMs. Thank you next pod. I just want to know. See you later, guys. Ciao, adios. We done. Woo. Thank you. Now.